0: You, my friend, are the CEO of your own life. You are the captain of your ship. You are the commander. You are the lead. Of your own success you wake up every day and you choose whether you want to start the day with a clear purpose on attaining success you become what you think about you become who you associate with now make no excuses for your life you have a choice to live life to a higher standard you can get up and you can rise to the challenge of life. You can say yes, and you can say yes, I can do this. Yes, I can become successful. You can choose whether or not you want to believe in yourself or not. You can become successful. You can believe in yourself. You can achieve anything you set your mind to. But are you a proactive or reactive boss? Do you lead your life? by following your own values, or do you just passively shuffle by walking to where you are told to go and doing what you are told to do? Today's podcast is going to be about navigating your life. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to make sure that you know and have a sense of what your values are. I am going to help you try to understand how to live the values that matter most to you. And I am gonna help you see and understand the differences that small choices can make as they drive you towards your destination of happiness. So as with the last couple of podcasts, I am going to be jumping right into the material you came here for. I'm not gonna be talking about other stuff with me and my life. I'm just gonna talk to you about what you want And today is going to be very you specific. So let's get started. First off, you have to know who you are and what matters to you. If you have never done so, you need to sit down and one through 10, write down the different roles in your life that you play. So for me, my different roles would be, I am a family person. I am a pit bull owner. I am a house owner. I am a college professor. I am a podcast host, I'm pretty sure I said that, but I want to make sure that it's in there. I own and operate my own small business, I play flag football, I like to work out and I like to be physically active, so I have a lot of roles in my life, right? The roles are part of who I am, I am and fulfill many different roles in society. And I am in and fulfill many different roles as a person here myself too. So why do I bring up the roles? Is because in all the roles, your values shouldn't be any different. Your values should be consistent no matter what. So what matters to you? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do in this world? Do you want to be rich? If you want to be rich, that's interesting. I don't know if you'll necessarily attain it. Do you want to be happy? I think that's potentially attainable. I think that's potentially on your to-do list. But you gotta know what matters to you. If you're in school, do you want to finish? Do you want to graduate? When you graduate, what do you want to do after you graduate? You gotta know your values. There, if you don't know where you're going, you're not gonna have any idea who you are where you are and how to get to the place you want to be so what are those values for me happiness is a value i think for me inclusiveness is a value leadership is a value rest is a value success is a value wanting to get better is a value but i gotta know who i am where i want to go And what I want out of life in order to get to the spaces and places I'm hoping to be. And knowing your values means 1 through 10 what matters most. Uh, With your roles, what are the roles that matter a lot to you? What do you want to invest in with those roles? Like for me, I do want to invest in being a better flag football player. But I'm not going to necessarily take two hours out of my day every day to be a better flag football player. I might watch a little bit of film. I definitely do cardio. I definitely lift weights so I can be better out there. But I don't take it as seriously as I do being a college professor. I definitely don't take it as seriously as I do being a podcaster, being the host of the Inclusive Activism podcast and sitting here talking to you about how we can be better humans together. I think that matters a little bit more to me than podcasting does. But I gotta know what matters and what I wanna invest in. And I gotta make it happen. I can't sit back and let it happen. I have to create the happening myself. I have to take things from a place of nothing to something. And I gotta look at that stuff. I gotta find a way to drive those things. So what's gonna help you be a better CEO is you need to focus on and invest in Those things which matter the most to you. Now, I know that probably seems pretty intuitive, but if it's so intuitive, why don't you do it? I mean, think about it. You've been thinking you should or you could or you might or you may for like ever. There's been things you've been hoping to get to for the longest time, but for some reason, you just never get around to it. Is it because it's not important? Maybe. Is it because it's something that you're not willing to pay the price for, perhaps? Only you know this thing, and only you can answer that question. But having a sense of what this is and how this works is going to be something that's really important for you to be able to answer. You have to figure out who you are, where you wanna go, and what you wanna do. That, my friend, is something that's up to you and you alone. So now that you have a sense of who you are, now that you have a sense of what matters to you, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how do you manage, how do you work through, how do you invest in stuff, how do you get to the places you're hoping to be. That is incredibly important. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is being able to decide what matters when and how do you find balance. Where do you wanna focus your time? So the first thing that's gonna come to you in this world are things that are both important and urgent. These are things that are of demand and are of necessity. These are your daily firefighting tactics. These are the things that you want to hopefully be quick to delegate to others if you have the ability to delegate things to others. But things that are both, both important to you they matter to your values and they also are some things that you need to get done now are always going to be the most important things that you want to do now what's funny is you don't want to do what is important and urgent most of the time you want to do what's in the second quadrant of ideas and that is focusing on strategies and focusing on values this is proactive thinking This is stuff that's going to pay benefits and dividends down the line. It's you working ahead. It's you making life easier for you. These are the tasks that are related to big projects with upcoming deadlines or life events like paying taxes or hiring services. Usually this pile ends up being stuff that you want to really spend most of your time working on so that is creating opportunities sending emails to people that might be a place or space of opportunity investing in relationships proactive rest proactive growth it might be working out as is, is quadrant two activity uh it's planning it's critical thinking it's thinking about the big picture how everything fits together and investing in the stuff that will pay off tomorrow the most the things that we have to do that are urgent and important, usually don't have month to year ramifications. It's the stuff that hits quadrant two. If that is this place in the space that makes a difference for you. That's the place that helps you move towards something that matters bigger. It's the place you wanna work most often. Now I'm gonna tell you about the other two of the four quadrants that you wanna look at and try to not fall into, because those are traps. Those are things that you don't wanna do. Quadrant three is what is urgent but is not important. I have heard that it's the ringing telephone or it's your email inbox sometimes. It is not necessarily your emergency. It is a place of interruption. It's the place of busy work. It's the place of illusion and deception. These are things that are not your emergency, but are maybe other people's emergency. You want to minimize your investment in this time, even though working in quadrant three can feel like you're getting stuff done. It can feel like you're productive. It can feel like something's happening, but it's little things that don't matter. It's not the Quadrant 2 stuff that really connects with you and your values and what matters. And it's not even Quadrant 1 stuff that is both important and urgent. It's the stuff that needs to be done today. Now, what will happen if you work in quadrant one too often, if you never think about tomorrow or try to make tomorrow easy, if you're always daily firefighting, you come in, you try to kick butt, uh, you do as best as you can, and then you leave, but then all the same work still exists for you, what will happen is you will move into quadrant four. This is trivial and wasteful. It is escaping the reality of your difficult situations. It is a waste of time. It is stuff that is at best only entertainment, but it's not necessarily proactive rest. You do quadrant four stuff to minimize the stress of your life when you live in quadrant one too often and never get to work in quadrant two. That is the worst space to be. It doesn't do a lot for you. And it doesn't take you to the places you want to go. But you got to think about quadrant two stuff when I'm talking to you about being in the CEO of your life, right? So when I'm talking to you about being the CEO of your life, think about the people you spend the most time with. Do you have to help the people around you most or do they help you? See the people, the, the top five people you're going to spend most of your time with, that is your board of directors. Those are going to be the people you end up most like. And you really need to consider who you're spending your time with. Because if you're spending your time with the wrong type of people, you're going to get worse. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't help other people. But at the same point in time, you should definitely have friends or people in your life that are better than you, that are more accomplished than you. Because they're gonna be that drive that takes you to that place that you wanna be someday. So who is around you and what can you invest in? And then the last thing I'm gonna tell you about Quadrant Two stuff is, is it doesn't necessarily matter exactly how much better you choose to get. But you have to get at least 1% better at something every single day. Those of you that know me know that I am not incredibly organized. I don't have a really good filing system. I don't know where and how to manage my stuff or crap or the things that I put around me. If I got 1% better at filing, that would have a lot of benefits in my everyday life and a million other spots even only one percent because say the next day I got one percent better at managing my email inbox then I could save the emails that were most important to me or find those things a little bit easier or say I got one percent better at pushing a little bit harder cardio that made my heart work better that up my VO2 max that means I can get more oxygen and blood to my brain to help me think better especially in stressful moments and situations see it's those one percents all over the place in all these little areas where if you get a little tiny bit better that's the place where life gets easier because life doesn't get easier the only thing that you can choose to do is get better that's it i wish i could tell you something different life is hard and stays hard and the funny thing is if you get better it might get harder Because you constantly are in a place where you're moving and growing and changing and trying to become a better person. That stuff is really incredibly important. But you got to find what's right for you. So today, I talked to you about several different little things. I talked to you about you have to know your roles and you have to know your goals. But more than you're knowing your roles and your goals, you have to know what your values are. What matters to you? What spaces and places do you want to end up in what matters most to you if money matters most to you you probably won't be happy because happiness is not in money if you want to be happy if that is your number one value you'll probably get there but if you want to have money you'll just be rich not necessarily happily so know what matters most the second thing that i told you is that you gotta focus on the things that matter most to you If you focus most on things that matter to other people, you're going to get other people where they want to go. You want to go where you want to be, but you got to be the CEO of your life. You got to decide to turn down that invite to stay out for another three hours when you know something, nothing fun or exciting is going to happen. This is going to be the same old thing. You got to decide whether you're around friends that discourage you from doing your homework or make fun of you for trying to get better. That's up to you. That's your call. But you got to focus and invest in the things that matter most to you and you need to think about working in a way and space that makes tomorrow easy for you. Podcasts make tomorrow easier for me because the better I am at articulating these thoughts and ideas to other people, the easier it is for me to teach about these things, the easier it is for me to do a workshop about this practice, the easier it is for me to apply these things in my own life so I can be the inclusive activist that I need to be for everyone else. And then the last thing that I talked about was do one small thing, the tiniest thing, the smallest increment possible, 1% somewhere, every day, to get a little bit better. Sometimes your 1% better might be resting better. How can you rest better? How can you recover better? How can you improve your diet by 1%? Little things. You invest in those little things all over the place, a little tiny bit at a time. And you are gonna see some amazing personal improvement, interest compounding all over the place in your life. And it's gonna make incredible differences. But you got to choose to invest in what matters most to you. So that being said, I am going to talk about how I am doing my self-care. So thankfully this last week, I have had a really good body health care session. So I've been able to work out five times a week. I was able to get in three or four different sessions of cardio, which is something that's really good for me because I don't like doing cardio at all. Uh, I only meditated really deeply probably once Uh, so that's something I really need to get back on track on and I really haven't read too much in the past week that's something I can look at tonight is can I get to bed can I choose to read a little bit reading makes you know more things and when you know more things life gets easier for you And that's something that I need to reinvest in. That's something that I need to look at when I start talking about the new year, about who I am, where I want to go, and the things that matter most to me, where I can focus in on those things that are truly most important, or really dial into the things that matter uh, most. But again, it's easy when you're in a new space, and I am in a new space, I'm faculty now, right? Uh, It's easy not to do that same stuff. As far as me and my activism, I have been very busy with activism since we last checked in, and I'm glad to report that I've done a lot of really good things recently. So, in the past week, I spoke at the United Unitarian Christian Church and Surprise, and I talked to them about white fragility and some of the traps that are involved with white fragility and how to navigate those issues and problems. I took a training about green zone training, and it's how to be a better faculty member for my veteran students. It's how to connect to them better, uh, see what issues that they're going through, find a way to make a difference for them uh, and help them. Uh, you know, one in 22 or 22 veterans a day uh, commit suicide, and I want to try to find a way to be a better professor for them. I went also to... From Raising a Fist to Taking a Knee, uh, done by the Center for the Study of Race and Democracy, as well as the Global Sport Institute, to talk about the importance of activism in sports. And it was really neat. Carlos Rogers was there. Carlos Rogers was one of the guys that stepped on the Olympic stage and raised the fist, the black leather fist, as a black power salute, uh, which was very important. And I also went to the Native Nations script reading, which is going to be about creating a space of indigeneity for folks in Phoenix. I also went to the Maricopa Community College forum and tried to listen to the folks that I would like to vote for in that thing. I also put on the healing racism, deconstructing racism with your vote event. So again, lots of stuff as far as this week, as far as things that I did to get out in the community, to make a difference, to stay active, to do service, and things of that nature. And so if today helped you think of something, if it helped you consider something in a new and different way, if I taught you about something that made a difference for you, if uh, you want to know how to help guide or focus your life to what matters to you more... Feel free to email me at W at inclusiveactivism at Cox.net. That's I N C L U S I V E A C T I V I S M at Cox.net. Or you can voicemail me at 866-570-9393. You can text me also at 860-576-9393. But I like voicemails, so leave me one at 860-576-9393. And again, if you're curious about me, this organization, and the good that we're doing to make the world a better place. You can learn more about me and the busy work that I'm doing in the world at www.inclusiveactivism.com. Thank you for your time and attention and we will see you in the next couple of weeks. Bye-bye.